Hello, everyone. I am Josh Gilliland, and with me, as always, is Jessica Meterson. And today, we are here to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Woohoo! Wearing my green, Josh, since I'm Irish, I've got to wear my green. I see you've got an awesome green tie on there. And a green shirt. And I can't oh. calculate the, the exact percentage of Irish that I am because I'm a mutt, but there's a little in there as well. I am one eight, and in fact, it's my eyes. I'm the only kid. I've got two Norwegian grand granddads, and all the other grandkids have uh, blue eyes because of that. And I have my great grandma's Irish brown eyes, so I know exactly where it is. Yeah, we got mostly Scott, and you know, from the Italian heritage, that's all the sweat glands. So that's it's unfortunate. <laughs> it's very unfortunate. <laughs> Sorry about that. I burn easily. Yeah, well, you know, you go into the sun and burst into flame like a vampire, so. <laughs> we are here to discuss the legal issues around St. Patrick's Day. And one of, some of you might be thinking, well, St. Patrick wasn't a lawyer. Are there Irish legal stories that we're going to talk about? Why are we doing this? <laughs> so let's issue... Ooh, in the name of the Father. That was an Irish legal story. I just thought of that. Wasn't that, was that uh, Daniel Day-Lewis even? I believe so. I would need to. I would wow. need to ask Google, but that's a very. Good I think point. so. Yeah, that was an intense movie. Okay, sorry. Anyway, that just came into mind. Speaking of Irish legal issues, I think that's the only Irish legal movie I've ever seen. Good to know. Good to know. Well, let's <laughs> let's issue spot St. Patrick's Day. And Jessica, when you think St. Patrick's Day, what is the first legal issue that comes to mind? Public intoxication. That's right. St. Patrick's Day, <laughs> perhaps, is the busiest day for criminal defense attorneys. And by extrapolation, we get into insurance defense guys. Uh, because of the adversarial system, uh, all the DAs are going to be busy as well with DUIs and other things taking place, people being stupid and getting into fights. And it, it gets it, and, and, and the judges are, are the ones who lose, who really have to deal with all the stuff at the arraignment calendar. And since this <laughs> is a Saturday before St. Patrick's Day, that means people are being stupid as we speak. Because they're not celebrating <laughs> being Irish. They're not celebrating what St. Patrick did in his life. They're celebrating intoxication. And that's one that's a very, very sad state to to think of St. Patrick's Day, and and unfortunately, it keeps lawyers very busy because of irresponsible behavior. It does, you know, a little bit of intoxication. I've done the have a beer before work on St. Patrick's Day thing. I mean, you know, it's fun, it's celebratory, but yes, what happens is people take it too far, and that's where we get into the unfortunate legal issues, obviously. Yeah, well, you could, you can, things can get out of hand badly. You know, there's. People being silly, singing on the streets, walking around, and you know their parents probably not being proud of the kid that they raised at that point. But then you Aww. look, then you look at the other extreme where you know you could kill someone from alcohol poisoning, and so the, or you know, drunk the, driving, which is obviously a very serious concern. Yes, so but there are ways to enjoy St. Patrick's Day responsibly and still have some fun. But um, as all the criminal defense lawyers know, there there are a lot of people who do go too far, which they love. Yeah, oh, they don't love, but it's good for business. They're they're probably busy. They a lot of them probably have their cell phones on and they're waiting for calls, you know. And so it's it's probably a horrible way to to celebrate the holiday. But let's that's the first unpleasant one that comes to yeah. mind. Let, let let's look at some other ones. The other thing that I think of right out of the gate when you say St. Patrick's Day 
is parades. Ah. Now, there was a case that challenged a city helping organize a St. Patrick's Day parade, and it was challenged that it was violating the First Amendment to the United States Constitution, saying it violated the clause about establishing a religion. And the court stated, no, no, we're not establishing a religion by helping organize the St. Patrick's Day parade. They are merely, you know, helping celebrate all the Irish citizens and all their friends to celebrate being Irish. And so it was not establishing a religion by honoring St. Patrick, which is ah. a... And so that carried into a case involving kosher foods as well, where that was also dealt with challenges on First Amendment grounds. And I like kosher hot dogs. People, and that's what they looked at. It was like, you know, people <laughs> eat kosher food because they like kosher food. It's not that's establishing. Right. It's not establishing a religion. And so, but when you look at parades and what they can do with that, you get into time, place, and manner, and you know the permit responsibilities and whether or not that's causing a violation or, or not of, of the First Amendment uh, or other things because we have the right to assemble. At that's right. That and there are other cases that talk about the importance of parades. It's just something that Americans do. And a St. Patrick's Day parade is something that we honor. Now, things get ugly quickly when you look at some of the cases out of Boston dealing with who could participate in the parades. And, yes. and that, that got very messy and very complicated. And there's been a whole body of case law that sprung out of those cases uh, dealing with that. So just unpleasantness. I feel like a lot of that has been resolved, though. Right? That felt like, was that big in the 90s? I'm getting old. I can't remember when that was. But there were, yeah, I know there were some highly contested years in there. Yeah, and there, there were several. A lot of them were from the 90s. I think, I think there was a couple in like 2000 to 2001, maybe. I could, I could okay. be wrong on that. I need, need to look at them. But, you know, it, it dealt with, you know, it's a private event or is it a public event and, you know, right to access and everything and who's organizing it. And so you get into those type of issues very quickly with what you want to do. So just little things. And of course, that brings up the point, too, that like when we're talking about the public intoxication or anything else about some of the criminal issues that could come up with St. Patrick's Day, um, even though we're both Irish and my grandma used to give me cream de mint to celebrate um, St. Patrick's Day as a good Irish grandma, I guess, um, really, you know, St. Patrick's Day has gone beyond the Catholics or beyond the Irish, and it is just at this point, for most people, for a large amount of at least the American population, it's a secular holiday. It's the same thing, kind of the same idea as Mardi Gras, um, which I guess in theory would also have its in the Catholic uh, religion, or Cinco de Mayo, which I celebrated in Texas, even though I had, you know, was not of Mexican descent or anything. So it is just one of those events that Americans are very good at turning into a party, regardless of the origins of the actual event. Well, it's, it's commercialism at its finest, because, you know, when you look yeah. at all the leprechauns and the pots of gold and the chocolate candies and everything that goes into it, it's a very commercial holiday, and let us not forget shamrock shakes. I mean, part of me wants to go out and get one right now because, you know what, they are tasty. Yeah, I've never been big on the green ice cream idea. I don't know. I'm like, green vegetables? Yes. My ice cream should be brown, so I can't. Uh, the green ice cream's always seemed odd. Not as odd as the blue ice cream that my kids love, but green ice cream's still a little weird. I, I like corned beef, but I'm not a big fan of cabbage, oh. and that's that's something that that's that's just I'm I'm not. But how many people are actually? You have to think how many people are actually celebrating with the traditional meal. And I was quite fortunate a few years ago. <clears throat> uh, this intersected with I believe it was 
um, ABA Tech Show, and I was there, and it intersected with St. Patrick's Day. And so mm-hmm. I had, the day everyone left, I actually had lunch with a federal judge who attended the show, and we chatted all, and we, and we had a traditional Irish lunch. It was very good. And then before going home, you know, I watched them turn the river green, which probably had all kinds of permits that they had to do for that. Uh, You know, with the the orange dye that goes in and turns it green, and it's a secret formula that only the plumbers know, which is, you know, kind of cool when you think about it. Wow. uh, Yeah, so there's there's all those hoops that they have to go through for that in order to make that work. Environmental issues, yes. Make sure it's, they're not dumping anything toxic into the river to turn it green, you know, things things of that nature, that everything's going to be hunky-dory. So it's, you know, getting to experience a St. Patrick's Day in Chicago was pretty cool. That would be uh, fun. That would be very cool. I'll have to do that now that I'm closer to Chicago. It was, an, it was they were, a, it's a very loving city, and so they had, it was a very cool experience to see how they rolled out uh, the green carpet, and had a good time in Chicago with all the different food and everything. So it was fun. So, ah. but that also brings us to what else do we celebrate at St. Patrick's Day? And we got to throw in music, you know, because there's <laughs> the Irish saved written language. That's something we can never forget, and we you know owe them a debt of gratitude on that. They've produced amazing engineers, and they've produced amazing musicians, because who can think yeah. of Ireland and not think you too? And oh, sure, not any one of our generation, that's for sure. I think we are firmly in that you too camp. I've, I've seen them, um, I won't say how many times, I've seen them multiple times in concert. They are a great live wow. band. And so just, you know, very, very cool. And so, and unfortunately, I, I, it just, just very, very cool. So, but then we get into... <laughs> All the others that are out there, and uh, but there are a lot of great Irish musicians, Irish engineers, and they do Irish sing. dancers, right? That Lord, who was the Lord of the Dance? Wasn't that uh, what was his name? Flaherty. Yeah, I've, that's never been my bag, so I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I'm not a river dancer, so that would not. Uh, that that's just not going to happen, Jessica. That's sorry. That's I'm. Oh, another dream dashed. There, there are other things I'm good at, and river dancing is not anywhere on the list. So, sorry. There's also those. Um, is it the Celtic women that are always on the PBS fun drives? My uh, daughter loves those girls, those ladies. She can watch them sing in their big ball gowns for hours. They've, yeah, the I have several of their uh, albums from from Christmas to. <laughs> Who doesn't like a, a, a good cover of Amazing Grace sung by Irish women who know how to sing? It's really, I mean, it's, it's Celtic women are awesome, so it's its its good stuff. So it really depends. I do not get that appeal, but okay. <laughs> I like music. I'm a cultured individual who listens to lots of different music, and thats they're, they're very good. Oh. All right. Oh, America? I mean, come on. So you, you have to look at... You have to look at everything that that the Irish did for humankind, and really, uh, you know, respect that. And res- you know, as we celebrate St. Patrick's Day, so that, that's the way I view this. Uh, despite the fact there could be some people who were totally ignoring that, that they gave up reason for Lent and they're out having an inappropriate time <laughs> in the name of of St. Patrick, and that's just that's just wrong. 
So, well, I would say I think it's okay to have some fun in honor of St. Patrick and the Irish because I do know that my grandma loved to go out and she could have a very good time. I just think we do need to be responsible. You shouldn't give up all responsibility for Lent. So be responsible while you're out there having fun. Um, let the criminal defense attorneys and the judges and DAs have a nice quiet weekend and just uh, be safe while you're having uh, a good time. Or be like me and be uber conservative and boring. So you have you have you have a couple of life choices. I don't want to say it. Okay. Nothing good happens after nine o'clock. Stay in. Be safe. Wake up Sunday morning. That's my advice. Thank you, Great Uncle Josh. This moment with Dad was offered to you by. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, I'd be like, I need to go. <laughs> you, you go have your shamrock shake or green beer or whatever I, makes you. Yes, I need some sort of alcohol now. <laughs> I'm I'm strangely craving a shamrock shake, so that could be on tonight's <laughs> tonight's menu. That and it's not nine o'clock yet my time, so I'm safe. But with that, I right, go. Hurry. America, stay geeky. And Ireland, thank you for everything you've done for the human race. So.